entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. Good evening, everybody. It is 8 o'clock. It is Monday night, February 12th, 2024. You are tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box live. Uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm the Grip. And we've got another show for you tonight. We're back. We're back in the studio, just like we promised we would be. And just like I promised last night, I went and saw Lisa Frankenstein for you. And we're going to talk about that on the show tonight, uh, as well as a recap of... uh, Can we say... Super, the Super B, or do we have to call it the big game? Like, I know that there's that whole thing because, like, the Super B is trademarked. I mean, can we, we, we can, we can say it, right? We could say Make Super sense. Bowl. Um, but that was, that was this weekend, the Sunday, uh, big game. Um, a lot of movie trailers dropped, uh, a lot of, a lot of just, just commercialism happened. Mm. We could talk a little bit about that. Did you watch any of those trailers? Uh, I did, yeah. Uh, I, I uh, am not a foosball fan, and I don't have cable, so uh, I was perusing YouTube, and YouTube's like, did you see these trailers that came out an hour ago? Um, so, I, yeah, I watched a, a whole bunch of those. In fact, that was half of my, my news here. Since I mean, you know, the, the the one I think everybody was talking about was, was Deadpool. Mm. Um, Deadpool and Wolverine, as the name is... is, is been officially titled um i'm not sure how i feel about this trailer because i feel like it's really trying to maybe do another reset of the marvel cinematic universe again and they're like oh how do we do this i mean it is 100 percent. the whole thing is uh it's loki but with with deadpool right Mm -hmm. because it's the same dudes from loki that come and get a hold of him is that right yes i don't know i don't i don't mcu <laughs> um, that's that's what they that's what they said um in the thing that i wrote because i don't watch yeah. loki either i did uh also see an article though where uh with that um uh, kind of reveal and, and leading up to it a lot of people were expecting that there was going to be um you know previous fox heroes uh fantastic four x-men um things of the such uh mm-hmm. they're in it uh michael chiklis was asked if he is is in this movie because someone had um you know edited a photo to where it, it had him on set and he goes no that's not me that's a fake photo uh, you can't as, believe any photos anymore as much as i would love to be there uh it's it's not me but one thing about uh that since they show captain america and iron man and all the avengers and stuff like that on the tvs for deadpool is they could have the uh both of the chris evans they could have human oh, torch right. and captain america chris evans and that would be pretty Thanks cool to the power of computers yeah and that's probably an easy thing for ryan reynolds to uh make make jokes about and all that so well and the one thing that i don't know if uh and i think why it works for deadpool um if you've ever read a deadpool comic he's one of the only characters in marvel comics that breaks the fourth wall and is aware that he's in a comic and and can talk to the audience you know at times at times he doesn't do it all the time but but you know he's one of the few characters that will do that and so you know like in the trailer he called himself marvel jesus and Mm -hmm. you know he you know mentioned disney and all this kind of stuff um, and, you know, makes it very meta. But I feel like, you know, maybe they're leaning into the fact that he can do that, which is, you know, w- what we say all the time, where it is kind of a cop-out for some of these movies where they're like, well, if we just say that it's stupid or we just say, you know, so-and-so, um, oh, then it makes it then it makes it makes okay if it sucks, you know, right. if we say it first. Yeah, one of those things we said it, so you can't. Uh, I do agree with Velvet Santa here in our comments saying bring uh, David Hasselhoff back as Nick Fury. Uh, that is, I I liked that movie a lot as a kid, but I was a big Nick Fury fan uh, when I was a kid. Something about dudes with like eye patches and cigars, because like Snake Plissken, Snake Plissken, uh, Nick Fury, Wolverine, uh, like all of these characters. Hannibal from A Team, uh, Captain Ron, patch, though Captain Ron, yeah. yeah, Captain Ron had an eye patch. Who else? 
who else is like an eyepatchy badass? Like, Yagyu Jubei Mitsuyoshi, uh, Shaho Dune. Um, just everyone that's cool. So, yeah, dude, I'm, I would be all about that, Nick Fury coming back. Uh, another thing uh, that wasn't a uh, pirate fandom, um, uh, another thing that wasn't uh, a movie trailer, but was uh, something of a movie that we've been teased about for quite a long time. Uh, Velvet Santa mentioned the, the State Farm commercial. Mm-hmm. We, got a, we got a little bit of a, t- a twins uh, thing there. A with, little bit of Arnold. Yeah, Arnold and... and uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 Twins 3 project has been like a weird thing for years. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the Driving Speaker Back in 2016 or something. Um, and the third, the, the triplet was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with triplets being on hold as long as I get Conan the King. Please give me Conan the King. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, before, before, before he dies, let's like... You know, let's get it. Well, and, and uh, before continuing on with the other trailers that came out, uh, something in Arnold-related kind of news uh, is it was recently announced that there's going to be two new Predator movies uh, coming out soon. Get um, to the theater! Yeah. Do it! Uh, Hollywood Reporter uh, reported that there's uh, a new Predator, Badlands, uh, that's supposed to be put into production before the end of the year. It's going to be a standalone Predator movie expected to have another female lead uh and most likely be set in the future um but i just want like danny glover's character's daughter yeah something like that might be like let me have some of that she's like a a new york cop that followed in the footsteps of her dad also at the same time i like it when predator doesn't have direct sequels like predator and predator 2 uh and then avp and stuff like that not being related at all Mm -hmm. um but it's done by dan trachtenberg who's the same dude that did prey uh, the Hulu, uh, what the hell is that thing? Yautja nonsense movie yeah. uh, that exists. Uh, and Prey 2 has also been announced. It will occur after Badlands. Uh, so Prey 2 has been announced, but it'll happen afterward. Uh, they are talking to Amber Midthunder, the girl in Prey, about being in a sequel. And that's uh, that goes again to, I don't like the idea of a direct Predator sequel since it wasn't established with Arnold or Danny Glover, which was uh, way much of a better story for either of them to continue and on. Set it, yeah, set it up for more of a. It it didn't telegraph a sequel, but made a sequel. And because yeah. why would the Yautja come back and hunt the same thing that they just got bested by? That kind of defeats like the, the whole, whole game respect game thing. Yeah, that honor in- of the Yautja stuff. So for them to be like, so this dude couldn't kill this little girl, but maybe. You can, and there's like some ten foot tall Yautja that's like two hundred years old, and it's been murdering the most like insidious beast on the weirdest, craziest planets across the galaxy. But then some like teenage girl with a rock just kicks his butt. No, it's it's the dumbest premise on the face of the planet already. D- don't continue that story because Yautja aren't going to do that. Uh, I hate that. Um, but, uh, continuing on with the, uh, the trailers that came out, uh, there was a, uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer, another trailer Another for one, it. yeah, yeah, I mean. Which it, also, uh, made me hate everything about this movie. Yeah, it's, it's strange. The, the Planet of the Apes deal is, cheers. uh, yeah, thanks for all the cheers. We got a hype train going over on Twitch for those of you guys that follow us on Twitch. Uh, a lot of fun there. Uh, you can always get on the Twitch pre-show and get at 30 minutes of extra um, driving speaker box activity. But uh, but yeah, thanks for the bits and the cheers. But uh, you, you know the, the the predator thing. It's it's interesting because it is one of the few characters that can you know you can have sequels and, and never need to repeat any same characters mm. if you don't want to. So um, yeah, um, what there, well, else? Well, so so on the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes thing. Um, yeah, we were talking about that. Sorry, yeah. twi- twi- I got distracted by Twitch stuff. It's fine. Uh, the The new trailer shows that um, there is an ape who is trying to help humans, and of course, this human has blue eyes because there there always has to be a bright eyes for some reason. Oh yeah, right. Because like Caesar had the bright eyes in the prequels, uh, and now that we're in the other 
prequels, uh, there has to be another human that has bright eyes, like um, old, uh, uh, what's his name? That no one likes anymore. Old uh, NRA dude. Yeah, I mean. Actor guy. Uh, I'll remember later. But um, Charlton Heston. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, but But him wanting to help a human and then being turned into a criminal in this ape society, it's like, how many times can you do this story, really? Uh, because this is... Clearly a lot. This is between uh, the end of the prequel trilogy, uh, which set up, like, the future for apes and, like, the beginning of the Planet of the Apes, like, proper. Um, but uh, how often are you going to have these apes that help people? That's It's like, come on, man. Um, I, I don't... I think it's just because they don't know how to tell many more stories in this world. Yeah, I mean, it's like a rehash of Planet of the Apes, and, and I don't need that. Um, I generally really like Planet of the Apes, no, no matter how dumb uh, the movies got uh, like in, in the 70s. Yeah. Um, so th- that's kind of a, a bummer to see that they are, are not doing anything new with it, because the prequels were really good. I really liked the uh, uh, the prequels. The one, oh, the ones that came out not too long. Yeah, ago? Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, they and weren't all bad. They weren't I bad really, at all. I really liked those movies. Uh, so this new trailer kind of uh, let me down, uh, and that's a bummer. But I do have talking orangutans, and that's that's fun for me. Uh, so I'll probably watch it just to see. Uh, and then there I wanna was be like you, want to talk like yeah. you. Right yeah, now. dude, King Louis the coolest man. Yeah. Um, before I get to another trailer, Night Alice Lee says, uh, speaking of daughters, what about the daughter in Commando? Proud of her for escaping. Uh, Alyssa Milano was cool in Commando. She wasn't just like a screaming character to the side that Arnold always had to like deal with. It well, was like she was John Matrix's daughter, yeah. dude. Like, of yeah. course, she was out there chopping wood. Yeah, she was taken by force. Bullshit. Yeah. The Commando's good, especially big rocket launchers and drives that like blazer down the hill. No one had said I'd kill you last. I lied. lied. Tossing. Yeah. That's rad. Um, just speaking of guys that fall out of <laughs> the Fall Guy trailer. Oh, yeah. Did you see that one? I did. I've seen An- well, another I've seen trailer for that one. Yeah, they released a new one uh, for that where you get a little bit more of what this movie is, which is no rom-com. May- mayhem. Just absolute. It looks fun. I mean, it's a rom-com, which I know just goes against a lot of just synapses in my brain. But, um, you know, if you're going to make a rom-com, then Ryan Gosling right now is your man. He's he's the man. Uh, and it looks fun. I mean, it looks, you know, it's, it, it, it's a movie about movies. It looks which, like a lot is going on. Well, it's a movie about movies, you know, and uh, and 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 stuntmen and 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 stuff behind the scenes. I like behind the scenes style movies. Mm. So, and as James just said on Facebook, the Hollywood meta, and um, those are those can be fun to a point. Uh, sometimes you get so meta in Hollywood meta movies where it feels like they're making a movie. They're making these movies not for audiences, you know. Well, there's that uh, movie that Charlie Day made recently where he's that dude that can't talk and, and yeah. doesn't know who he is, and he becomes. It's all a behind the scenes Hollywood and movie. I the more that I go back and I think about that movie, the less I liked that movie. Uh, I saw it in the theater. I did I th- too. Yeah. yeah, we reviewed it here on the show. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There was something about it, like, going back and thinking more and more about it. I'm like, eh, this is a very non-memorable movie. Mm, that's true. But, I mean, it's that look at Hollywood. Uh, Charlie and, Day's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then there was a uh, another trailer for um, Wicked. So, okay. Yes. The they Wicked just trailer. announced the wrap on filming on that. So, they got that mm-hmm. trailer together Fast. quick. Um, the because uh, I think last week I I said that they had announced the end of filming. I have very mixed feelings about Wicked because it goes, it kind of goes. My feelings go against my general default feelings to musicals on film, but I feel like this one's gonna work because Wicked is a fantastic piece of work. Like it's it's really good. Um, and it does something really good in a genre of things. That I feel like everybody tries to copy what Wicked did well and does it so poorly. And we talk about the show on on or talk about this on the show a lot. Where where um, you know when when 
when sort of the the gender flipping and the let's tell the woman's side of the story or let's tell the underprivileged you know minority side of the story or let's see what wheelchair guy has to think about everything and and they do it in such a like a way that feels cheap and feels pandery and feels like you're you're really just using this this marginalized people to sell more tickets wicked did it so well and it, it's fun if you've ever read the book or seen the, the the broadway performance i've seen the broadway performance it's fucking great and i think that this actually would translate to hmm. screen if they use the songs from the musical do not deviate don't give me a glub glub or whatever the hell i saw in wonka <laughs> and yeah. like just scrub scrub just i, I th- and i think it's going to make a ton of money i think if they just stick to the material and it's like this is something that needs to have movie magic attached to it let's make it movie magic and keep every bit of the content intact that made Wicked so good, I think it'd be a, it's going to be a huge hit. So, as someone who's never read a book uh, or watched the play uh, uh, about this at all, uh, the trailer l- looks like a bunch of dumb nonsense. Well, it is. There's um, way there's so much, going way on. too much color, and way too much going on, and and way too many. But you have to understand like what's happening. You're in Oz, right? So Oz I get it. already is too much color. I get it. It's and Technicolor throw up. The the what is 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 uh, Singer Girl supposed to be Glinda? So it's about all the the, the wicked witches. You know the the well the, the four good witch witches. and the good yeah the good witch and the bad witch. Mm-hmm. And you you know kind of like when they try to do Maleficent. Right. And you're like, oh, well, let's just, well, actually, she's just she, an She's a misunderstood anti-hero. You know, yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, she got burned by a guy, and, you know, every every man in the kingdom is a horrible person, so let's kill them all. And, um, right. You know, Which this, I mean, seeing the wizard presented as, like, top-tier doucher man. Well, he is. And always has he's a, been. He's a butthole, but I don't yeah. know that he's top tier doucher man. No, the the wizard's always been a fucking charlatan and a hack and mm. a liar and a cheat and a scoundrel, and he's a snake oil salesman. Yeah, and, um, but the trailer had just for me the trailer had way too much going on and like the weird trains coming at me and like I, I don't know. So I think the trailer is going to be a. I think they probably did what they do in a lot of these things where they put all of the insanity in there to be like, look at how crazy this is going to be. And because they didn't put any songs in it, you know, no, there's a little bit of singing. Just, just, but at least this one, you know, it's going to be a musical, unlike yeah. the uh, sneaky musicals that they've been doing. But I think it, I think it should be good. I'm, I, I think it'll be all right. I think that the, of all the, the musicals that I've never wanted to see in a theater, I'd go see this one. Just because I know that the musical itself is actually pretty good. Maybe it's good. I don't know, but so yeah, we'll see. The, uh, like the, I wouldn't see Chicago. I don't want to see that. I go. I've seen that on stage. I don't need to see a movie about it. Uh, Greatest Showman. I don't need to see that. I'd see it on stage. Um, dude, I don't. It has Hugh Jackman, bro. But I don't want to see it. Um, Les Mis is one of the rare ones. Like Les Mis is good. It's even better on stage. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, musicals, but, man. But uh, there was too much. Too too much, I think. Uh, Timbo Zippy says, "Wait, Deadpool's a musical." Uh, we did talk about the Deadpool Wolverine trailer right at the beginning. That was the one that started all this. Um, and uh, what, what was there? Was there another trailer that my brain is just forgetting? Uh, Twisters? Oh, that that's yeah, right. With I your already, boy, I already forgot. Yeah. With your boy, Glenn Powell, man, your your newest up and comer, favorite actor in the world. Uh, um, not a fan. This movie, I think, is so unnecessary. And they even reference the little pod deal. They're like, oh, you had the technology? So I'm guessing it's like Bill Paxton's daughter or something. And I'll see. Yeah, I didn't pick up on anything like that in the trailer where it's like where it has to have a connection to the previous characters. That's one cool thing about like real world stuff and tornadoes. You don't have to attach it to the previous characters. No one cares. Because there's tornadoes all over the place. No one cares. It can be completely unique characters, which is what I hope it is. Just about some storm chasers. There's more of them. They happen all the time. Uh, it didn't look bad. That truck with the drills that go into the ground, yeah. though, that looked badass. It did look really cool. Like, we gonna ride this puppy, even though it was it had the giant advertisement in the trailer of like Ram electric truck. Yeah, you know, like 
but that's a good idea. Like yeah. just some augers that go down and hold that truck down into place. There was some cool stuff, that man. That was kind of cool. Uh, the whole thing, like it's twins, it's twins. <laughs> like I kind of got tickled at some, uh, like how ridiculous the trailer was. Uh, but out of all of those Hurricane Hast. Yeah. <laughs> Show yourselves, it's twins. Um, out of all those trailers, at least that one, that one was like the most like i kind of want to see that uh out of them that's the one you want to see the most wicked was too many colors and uh planet of the apes ruined it by being something that i've seen uh fall guy had way too much going on where i was like i am confused what is this um and then uh, deadpool i already knew i already knew everything there yeah. like it's exactly it's gonna be more of the same what i expected except they're like there's more marvel than what you thought there would be i was like oh cool that's not what i wanted um so uh, yeah out of all of them the twisters one is like this one might be okay to go watch and have fun but your rednecks like in the rain because deadpool's gonna be a lot of talking to me and is a lot the- of marvel stuff that i don't know is that was that a quote from blade runner like forgotten like rednecks in the rain <laughs> yeah something like that yeah. that's what he says on the roof yeah. for sure <laughs> Rutger howard just <laughs> looking into your soul yeah um you know what uh talking about things that we don't uh need um there's gonna be a remake of a kurosawa movie uh, that's that's what? been announced. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, just watch the Kurosawa. What it didn't even. I don't even have to know what it is to know that the Kurosawa. One you don't is need perfect. to do it. Yeah. So uh, they're remaking High and Low, Duh. which was a Toshiro Mufune starring yes. Kurosawa, which was always the best ones. Dude. Um, it, you Dude. know, and it's going to be Denzel Washington and Spike Lee, <sighs> and it's going to be a modern Man. reimagining. Uh, don't need it. Don't want it. You don't remake Toshiro Mifune. You don't remake I mean, Akira although so- if you're Kurosawa. Like, if you were going to... Denzel Washington could maybe be like an urban Toshiro Mifune. Okay. I mean, you saw... You I'm saw. not upset about that because the equalizer is sick. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Like, here's But Spike Lee... Where he just kind of limps in and he's like, I'm going to kick all your asses. Yeah. And you could leave now. Yeah. But but Spike Lee is directing and writing. Wait, Poochie Vince on Twitch just said Spike did Old Boy and what? Did he direct the American Old Boy that nobody watched? No because way! Because you don't need to do that. Was that Spike Lee? No, no, that was not Spike Lee. That can't have... Oh, my God. It was Spike Lee. Well, there you go. No, Spike. No, that movie was so bad. Yeah. The last time that Denzel Washington and Spike Lee teamed up was Inside Man uh, with uh, Clive Owens and Jodie Foster and stuff. Isn't that like the last time that anyone watched like the uh, like Clive Owens stuff? Wasn't that the down like the the downslide of the Clive Owens movies was after doing doing like that? Yes, I'm. I'm still hung up on the the Spike Lee old. So yeah, you know this is going to be terrible because if Spike Lee wants to remake another like Asian classic, he did such a bad job trying to remake Old Boy. Like such a bad job. The only thing he got right was the Josh Brolin hallway ass kicking scene, which still wasn't as good as the original. So yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, there you go. Uh, that's going to be a thing. Uh, which yeah, like what like said, Denzel Washington doing Equalizer stuff. He's a great actor. Anyhow, what we were talking about Book of Eli like the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and there's a prequel coming out to that or something. But just the uh, the idea of Spike writing and directing uh, that, but taking taking a, a Kurosawa movie, which we're both massive fans of, yes, of Kurosawa it's stuff. Kurosawa, man. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know how that's going to turn out. Um, also, things uh, that no one needs. Uh, you see that The Rock was talking to Entertainment Tonight, and not only is there going to be the Moana live action, not mm-hmm. long, oh, it's six or seven years after the uh, uh, movie first came out, mm-hmm. but also there's a Moana 2 animated sequel. So there's going to be a sequel to Moana that's supposed to release this year that they just were like, oh, by the way, this is a thing. But also they're filming the live action that's going to come out next year. Mm. So getting a whole bunch of Moana. Moana. 
Yep. Moana, Moana, Moana. And then um, also things that you can't have, uh, Coyote versus Acme. That guy. Not, not going to happen. It's too uh, bad. After, after public outcry of being like, you can't just film movies and then uh, get rid of them for your tax write-offs, uh, WB... was like, sure, watch us. Yeah, they're like, okay, cool. Well, we'll sell it to someone... Uh, they they asked for seventy five to eighty million and would not accept counter offers or hear debate on it. Uh, so no one came to the table with the with that money to purchase this movie from them. So they just said, "Screw it, we're never releasing this movie." And how apparently, do we, how do we hack into this like database and that that has the Batgirl movie, the this movie, like all mm-hmm. these movies that you know they're probably just going to sit on it for a really long time and then be like from the the trash can vaults yeah yeah Yeah. uh apparently uh some of the executives of warner brothers got up and walked out of this thing or like just decided not to finish watching it um so it might be terrible but or amazing yeah uh which uh you know what something else uh there was a uh, interview with brian hansen uh brian henson jim henson's kid uh with comicbook.com they asked him about Labyrinth 2, and he said that they're still excited about it, but he can't talk about it. So there's potential out there for a Labyrinth sequel, but I don't know how you're going to do that without Jareth, uh, unless you just say that Jareth can change forms and cast someone else on it. Uh, and then the last bit of news that I had really is that uh, coming up in May, they announced that there's going to be a Phantom Menace uh, 25th anniversary um I think it's oh, May, re-release. May yeah. 3rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right around the same time as May the 4th. Be with you type stuff. So uh, episode one coming back to the theaters. All right on. It would well, be cool to see podcast on, or uh, pod racing on the big screen. So. <laughs> now that's pod racing. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of coming into theaters, let's. it's about that time we need to tell you what's coming in theaters this week. A lot of stuff coming out in theaters this week because Wednesday we're getting some early releases because it's Valentine's Day on Wednesday. Big popular date activity is going to the movies. So we are getting two really big um, releases coming out uh, a day early. We're getting uh, Madam Web. I'm so happy that this movie's coming out because if I see this trailer one more time in the theater, I'm going to smash my head against the wall until I die. Um, Madam Web. It's uh, Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merkid. Uh, it's a f- extremely tertiary character from Spider-Man comics trying to tie in all of these other Spider-Women characters in Spider-Man comics with another bad guy that also looks like Spider-Man, Ezekiel Sims. And it's just all of these spidery-looking people. Uh, and Madam Web is a character that was like kind of a fortune-teller old lady in Spider-Man comics. I even did my research and was like, she's only been in a few comics, but they're like, let's... More spiders! When and- she showed up is when the animated series fell apart. Mm. I cannot wait to never hear about this movie again. The trailers look so bad. This movie looks so bad. I just don't know. I mean, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to milk every bit of spider because spider is what's selling for them right now, you know? Just spider everything. And um, yuck. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, What else coming out in theaters this week? Um, oh, the movie that I'm going to try and see. Uh, that's this is the this one that I'm glad I won't have to see the trailer for anymore. The Bob Marley One Love. Yeah. Um, this is from director uh, Ronaldo Marcus Green. Uh, it is starring uh, Kingsley Ben Adir uh, as, of course, Bob Marley. And it is the story of uh, Bob Marley, you know, kind of became bob marley Hmm. um a very interesting story i don't know if you if you you don't already know much about the guy he lived a pretty incredible life and did a lot of incredible things uh and had some pretty awesome music that he made along the way um you like reggae i do man i can't stand it it makes me think of monkey island (laughs) (laughs) just like okay you know, and it just makes you chill out. I won't. I won't say I like a lot of. I, I love steel drums. Like when I was in high school, I loved steel drums. And I'm like, and you know, Bob Marley's got some really freaking great songs, and uh, they just, you know, 
No like woman, what? no woman, no cry. Like that one's so good. Buffalo Soldier is so good. Um, don't worry. You know, there's everything's gonna be all right, man. I mean, there's some good ones. Hmm. Um, now what? His kids and stuff. Like I'm, you know, I don't. But but the man, cool dude. So um, yeah, it's uh, that's coming out on Valentine's Day. But you fast forward to February 16th, which is this weekend. Uh, there's going to be a couple of uh, additional movies coming out. There's going to be Land of Bad that looks kind of like. It's going to be a lot of bad. It's uh, it's starring <laughs> Russell Crowe and Liam Hemsworth and uh, Luke Hemsworth, the Hemsworth brothers. Uh, Gunner Wright's in there for whatever reason. It looks very um, gun commando-y. It just doesn't look great, but it's apparently only in theaters. I don't think it's going to get a long one, but um, yeah, it, it looks like cool. Joe action movie that's coming out uh as well as uh bleeding love which is probably only going to get in super limited release it is from director uh, emma vestenberg it is starring ewan mcgregor and clara mcgregor um they are uh it's it's about a father taking his estranged daughter on a road trip to kind of get her out of some trouble along the way they meet all types of strangers and uh, their strained relationship is put to the test kind of a kind of a coming of age father daughter um thing it looks it's it it, it did really well at, in the film festival circuit and i think getting a theatrical treatment this week uh that's about it everything else is coming out very limited release adam the first uh with david david Duchovny is coming probably not coming out in any theaters near you but uh but there you there you have it a lot of stuff hitting theaters this week uh for both valentine's day and this coming weekend so there we go. Um, with that said, uh, we should probably get into. Well, you said you saw something on um, Netflix, right? Oh what yeah. Did you want to you want to get a little quick quick one of those? I watched uh, I watched the new documentary, The Greatest Day in Pop, uh, the story of how they did, um, or the greatest night in pop. It's the story of how they did. We are the world. Mm. Um, it's not bad uh it, it's cool to hear like the little behind the um scene stories from huey lewis uh and um lionel richie but uh it's something that could have definitely uh occupied the span of 10 minutes instead of like an hour and a half or whatever it is <laughs> uh it's excessively long uh with, with um no real reason for it to be uh, but it's still an interesting story it's kind of cool how they figured out the logistics of that night um deciding to record uh, the same night as the american music awards so that everyone was all together in one place instead of trying to get everyone's tour schedules to where they could come in and sing and stuff uh, and it was cool hearing like the origins of it with uh lionel richie and michael jackson being the the two that wrote the entire thing um, and, and then kind of got got everyone else on board with it uh, and how Prince was just too cool uh, to show up and do it. Uh, you know, he's like, I'll come if I can play guitar solo in a different room away from everyone. And they're like, no, <laughs> this is like a everyone, everyone's one uh, type of thing. And Prince is like, forget it. And just like didn't show. Um, but uh, it's not bad. It's, it's interesting, uh, but it's definitely hard to maintain your attention because it is... Uh, lengthy just to be lengthy and you feel like they're trying to squeeze as much out of it as they can to get that runtime. but it could have been like a 10 minute 15 minute YouTube video and been uh, just as as in, in informative as as it was being an hour and a half or whatever you know so but uh, it's out there I, I put it on the background while I was cleaning after I uh, missed my opportunity to go see Lisa Frankenstein because I looked at the clock one minute and it was nine and then in the next minute it was 1045 uh, and I'd missed my, <laughs> my, my, my showing opportunity. So uh, it was something in the background and it's not, not bad, but it's not anything that uh, you really need to sit and pay attention to either. So uh, perfect for Netflix. All right on. It's out on Netflix. You can check it out. Um, but what's not out on Netflix that, that, I'm going to talk about is the new Lisa Frankenstein, which is um, currently in theaters right now. Top 10 movies to vacuum to. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely for sure. Hey, which uh, that was in the news. Um, uh, Pacific Rim, 
the first one is in the top 10 movies globally on Netflix because it just got added in. What? And I'm sure it's a movie that people are putting on in the background just so that they can have the music. The music from Pacific Rim it's pretty good. Uh, is pretty cool. Uh, and of course, you get a couple of cool Idris Elba tid- tidbits. But uh, I mean, Idris Elba's always a good seasoning. Yeah. It's definitely a, a, movie. a vacuum movie. Did you see, did we have even talked about the Knuckles limited series? Well, you know, because Idris Elba was no. Knuckles in Sonic oh, and uh, or Sonic 2, but they're doing, a, a, I can't remember what streaming service on, but it's like a six or seven episode thing uh, about uh, Paramount, because Knuckles oh, is in right. the commercial where Patrick Stewart throws Hey Arnold uh, gotcha. right into the mountain face. Well, uh, well, okay. Well, Lisa Frankenstein in theaters right now. It is the uh, new film uh, from writer Diablo Cody, uh, directed by Zelda Williams, which we told you about last week. This is Zelda Williams' directorial debut. Um, and, you know, Diablo Cody, uh, this, this movie supposedly takes place within the universe of Jennifer's body, right? What? So, what? I mean, probably just because there's like monsters and parallel curses, you know, are curses real. and yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so this movie, uh, it's interesting because this movie's not for everybody. This movie is definitely a love letter um, to uh, a lot of 80s movies uh, of the same genre. And it's... Uh, it, it does a lot of those things well, but not great. And what it does well, it exceeds well at. One of the things that this this movie does is it's very '80s, right? Even, and I guess I don't know if they were trying to make this a trope or not, but they cast a dude that's like 32 and a girl that's 27 as like 16 and 18 year olds or whatever. But that's pretty '80s movie. But the the whole like you know overly goth cheerleader thing you know all of these these coming of age story tropes uh, even casting the I'm trying to remember this guy's name um, the guy that plays the dad but he uh, Joe Crest or Trest he is like I think he was in Stranger Things as well uh, as like the same character the boring dad you know with the glasses he just looks like 80s dad um, he uh, he and the rest of this cast like paint this really technicolor 80s uh who's the guy that did drive the director oh crap Um, uh, that guy very very uh his style um and and this movie is really it's a it's a romantic comedy of course it's about coming of age but it's also kind of a movie the classic trope of like the friend zone you get friend zoned really hard and you spend all his time like the boy spends all his time with this girl and and she never really sees him as anything more than just a homie until mm. like the very end and like oh this is this is my soulmate and what happens is this girl Lisa Frankenstein her name is not Frankenstein it's Lisa Swallows she uh, her mom was like brutally axe murdered and so she moves to another school her dad reads Mary's and she's kind of an outcast right and she's weird and she's awkward and she visits the cemetery quite a bit and there's this one tombstone that has the skull the really handsome sculpture and she kind of hangs out next to it uh she gets drugged at a party or drugged at a house party she was brought to and uh so the same story as Jennifer's body (laughs) yes and uh she everything goes bad and she made she stumbles her way back to the graveyard and says i wish that i were with you right and this like crazy storm happens lightning strikes in the in the cemetery and um this guy comes to life right and he makes his way to her he can't speak he's just this zombie and at first they're really scared but they as she discovers that he's the same person she's like oh wow you know and he lives in her closet and she's got crushes on boys and is blah 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 and she figures out how to slowly use this like malfunctioning tanning bed to kind of um you know heal and repair him like she they cut off an ear uh and and sew it on because she works at a tailor shop and then she puts him in the tanning bed and electrocutes him and the ear works but he also gets more and more tan and he starts to look more and more human um it this this movie is really difficult to talk about out loud but what i'm getting at is it's 
charming in a way and it deals with a lot of interesting things that are about growing up about relationships about you know just the awkwardness of high school and young love and all of this kind of stuff but what it also does pretty interestingly is it takes kind of a both sides approach because a lot of movies nowadays are like you know it's all uh, you know women are bad or all boys are you know trash and men are all bad and and it kind of gives everybody equal representation of like we're all people relationships are messy everybody has you know the capability of making good and bad decisions um and 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 how do you move forward in those and and in a, in a way that's like comedic and funny and there's murder and someone gets his dick chopped off and he sews it on uh to the zombie so they can have sex and that's a real scene uh and they did it tastefully somehow and um yeah it just this this movie is just it's just it's entertainment right it's it's not super deep it's not i would definitely say not one of diablo cody's best um you know this is definitely not tully she's or, definitely expecting uh, juno awards on this right and i mean <laughs> i feel like juno was lightning in a bottle for her um because it was her it was her first movie she wrote back in 2007 you know and again jennifer's body just came out of nowhere in 2009 and everybody loved it but then since then she hasn't really had a big hit again uh she's kind of been coasting off those two and if you think about it they're like almost 20 years old like you know it's been a minute since she's had a really great one but uh the visual style the pacing all fun you know if you if you like 80s movies which clearly um robin williams daughter was super in love with 80s movies mm. uh you you get a lot of this that out of this and it and it's just kind of a fun watch but it's not deep it's not uh, doing anything you haven't seen before, except for maybe that Dick Sonon thing, um, that was kind of interesting. But, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna see a lot of the same tropes that you'd see in '80s movies, um, all piled into into one. And it's it. What's that other? Is that zombie movie uh, where the um, the zombie falls in love with? The, oh, the one with uh, Nicholas Holt. Yes, uh, Warm Bodies. Warm bodies. Um, a lot of warm bodies vibes coming off of this one. Um, yeah. So I mean, if you're into if you're into dark comedy, you're you're, you're gonna like this movie. If you're if you're into eighties neon and 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 big hair and you know new wave, um, you'll like so this. So it's one. like warm bodies and E. T. and my boyfriend's back, all like all rolled into one with with just a sprinkle of Jennifer's body story just right in there yeah see. so it's fun you can check it out it's in theaters this this week uh, I think that'd be a fun uh, Valentine's Day choice it's of all the movies that are kind of coming out for Valentine's week this is the this is the romance one mm. which is kind of odd well there's that re-release of uh, of uh, that one that's been out with uh, with old Glenn Powell uh, the Australia destination. What any anyone but you? Mm-hmm. It has like a special release that's out right now. Gross. Yeah. So you know why? Why would you do that? Yeah. Just cause. Um, okay. Well, there you go. That is what's playing uh, in theaters. That's and we've talked about what's coming out next week in theaters. So you now know uh, you're equipped for for this this week of going on you know cliche dates and uh you know go to the movies all the time don't wait till valentine's to go see a movie go 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 see go see the these movies any any chance you get oh one thing i was going to mention the, the the guy that plays the monster the zombie cole sprouse they made him look so much like johnny depp like 80s johnny depp it was not even funny like like it, edward scissorhands well just like the 80s johnny depp like Ed, a little bit of edward scissorhands a little bit of um you know he was a nightmare uh on elm street you know those those that 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 that, that, that 80s heartthrob uh johnny depp he he definitely has those those vibes but all right well um there you go i guess it's about time where we do the box office roundup yeah and is it just about about that time yeah yeah um yeah one one thing that i did want to mention before we jump into the box office roundup because it's not in the top 10 but it is interesting uh the numbers that i've got are saying i i, I saw somewhere a number that said 1.3 million since it's reopened so i don't know how accurate that is but dune the re-release yeah. of the original dune in theaters this well, week Well, not the original 
This was the sure. This was the 2020, 2021 uh, Dune. Because I looked on my local listings and I saw the original Dune. There was an anniversary of uh, original Dune that came out recently. It was a Fathom event thing. Oh, but this was the re-release of. Because that freaked me out when I saw that. I was like, that made a million bucks. No, this was the re-release of the most recent Dune to get people prepped for Dune Two. That Uh, makes more sense. Yep. Yeah. So they released both Dunes um, in 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 theaters. So that's where I got really confused. Yep. So uh, anyway, well, Dune Part 1 uh, did pretty well in the theaters. Didn't make it in the top 10. Yeah, but it's 40th anniversary, 18th and 19th. So coming up uh, this weekend then. Well, I saw I saw it. On, and maybe they're playing it early at our AMC or use the wrong thumbnail. Yeah, probably that. Because th- this was a reissue of the most recent one. With um, uh, find that shit. all uh, all all the people that are currently uh, famous people, no Sting, no Sting, no sting. or Patrick Stewart, or uh, here, who on. who who else is in original Dune? Uh, was Marlon Brando in that? Is he the, <laughs> is he is he the, the emperor? The no, is he the 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 governor dude, the uh, Arrakis? Okay, the yeah, they guy. they changed. They had to change it because I'm looking at my app and I was looking at this right here uh, the other day when I was at Lisa Frankenstein and that showed the old dude. Yeah, they and, they use the wrong one because yeah. it's the 21. Yeah, reissue. Gotcha. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but that one's coming up. If you want to see old, if you want to see a greased up sting. In the deserts of Arrakis. All right. Well, and um, get the uh, popcorn tub so you can get your uh, your. Yeah, uh, there's definitely some some uh, get nude behind Shy Halud. Get spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well, yeah. Let's let's start off with number ten. We work our way up to number one. Jake tells you what what made money and what didn't, and we do this so you can follow the money and predict what movies are going to look like in the future. So. Go for it. Yeah. One thing real quick, though. Don't let the moisture leave your body if you're getting that dude popcorn bucket. That's the no-no on Arrakis. You can't let the moisture leave. So um, coming in at number 10, uh, dropping from the nine spot, Poor Things, uh, which you talked about recently. Yep. Uh, $1.111 million brought in by that one uh, in its 10th week out, bringing in $30.2 million for its total. Uh, now, one thing I forgot in the news. This weekend was the worst uh, Super Bowl paired up weekend that the theaters have ever seen. Yep. Uh, it was like 41 to $42 million total from Friday to Sunday across all movies in the United States. So none of these numbers are going to be particularly impressive. No. Uh, coming in at number nine, uh, American Fiction. Uh, $1.28 million brought in by that one. Uh, 17.3. And it's nine weeks out. Both of those have been out quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the number eight spot, dipping down to uh, Mean Girls the musical for some people the secret musical uh, just under 2 million brought in by that one uh, 69.18 million and it's 5 weeks out it's nearly made 100 million across the world I don't see how but that one's out there uh, for, for people that want that musical fix um, and then holding strong at number seven, anyone but you, uh, $2.65 million. It actually added another 186 theaters, uh, Valentine's, mm-hmm. um, for that one, 80 million in its eight weeks out, uh, uh, sleeper hit right there. Uh, it was about to fade off the board and then it just got a boost out of nowhere and it yeah. just stayed in there. Uh, and then steep drop from number two, but uh, not surprising. At the number six spot, the chosen season four episodes one through three presented as a film, two point so eight weird. million dollars, twelve point two, and it's two weeks out from Fathom Events. Again, that one is crowdfunded. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's paid for uh, with no money to worry about making back uh, on that. So that twelve point two is all profits and good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then holding at the number five spot, Migration. Just under $3 million brought in by that one. Uh, one of the lowest dips on the list. Uh, $110 million brought in uh, here in the U.S. And $235.5 million brought in worldwide. Not so bad for an animated movie that also looked like it was about to migrate off the top yeah. ten uh, so in its initial release. Flew right under the radar. And another one holding its spot, number four, Wonka, 
$3 million brought in by it, and it's nine weeks out. Wow, it feels like it's been out longer. Uh, $205 million in the U.S. alone. Uh, $587 million across the world. So much uh, money for that movie. Yeah, big hit, which unfortunately means we're probably going to get more of oh, that yeah. nonsense. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then an- another one holding its spot, Beekeeper. $3.4 million brought in by it. Five weeks out from MGM. $54.6 million, 133 across the globe. It's done better overseas than here. So it's, it's Yeah, that one got... Uh, New movies and probably sequels greenlit for Statham pretty quickly. Uh, and then opening at the number two spot, $3.7 million brought in by Lisa Frankenstein that you just talked to us you about. just talked about it. Yeah, how about that? Uh, and then holding the top spot, despite negative reviews, $6.25 million for Argyle in its second week, $28.5 million total in the U.S., uh, just under sixty million across the globe. Uh, they got a long ways to go on yep. that one. Yep, not doing what they thought. I think so. Uh, but there you go. That's your top ten movies here in the U.S. And uh, that's that's our show, man. We um, we're gonna be we're gonna be coming back next Monday, uh, seeing some more movies. Uh, yeah, I gotta figure out which of these is worth our time yeah i guess you you're into the idea of the bob marley movie but yeah I gotta, i'm gonna try i'm gonna try the bob marley i'll look and uh, see if there's a foreign film worth watching but uh but yeah don't forget to like and subscribe follow us wherever it is you like to follow us facebook twitch youtube what have you um and you can always on twitch join in early for the twitch pre-show a lot of fun stuff goes on there about 30 minutes early before showtime and if you want to stick around and join our discord um our Discord links are generally in the chat or on our uh, profile pages. You can jump in there, and we're uh, our, our Twitch mod, Vince, is going to be hosting a movie night, a little watch-along that's fun. You can get in the chat, watch a movie. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a good time. So I uh, don't want to reveal. I think it was in the chat of what movie they're going to be watching. Um, I guess I can say it's this. Well, I mean, uh, well, or you could just say San Dimas High School Football Rules. San Dimas High School Football Rules. Or you can say rules. Party On, dudes. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, you can say Party On, dudes. Wild Stallions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so all right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Bo, the Boom Operator. No, I'm the Grip. And this is the Driving Speakerbox. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.